Uh, Dean Evans joins us now, all thanks to Winning Edge Investments, to have a look at a couple of races on Caulfield Guineas Day. Good afternoon to you, Dean. Thank you for your time. Good afternoon, man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Now, this rain that's falling right now in Melbourne, uh, is that having a bit of an impact on the form that you've done for a couple of key races tomorrow? Yeah, it's, it's still a bit up in the air, isn't it? Um, I'm in Sydney. I'm hearing sort of a soft stick at the moment and, and, and still sort of uh, some showers floating around. So I guess it's uh, uh, there's still a bit of uncertainty around around the tracks. And, 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 you know, it's been interesting with a lot of the Sydney horses trying to come up to Melbourne for some good weather and uh, with them. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be getting that good weather, at least not today anyway. That might clear up tomorrow, but... I think there's a, a big possibility that we're on a heavy track at Caulfield tomorrow off the back of the rain that we're seeing at the moment. Now, I know the two races you were keen to have a chat to us about are the, the two-rack handicap and also the might and power, which is shaping up to be a bit, a bit of a, uh, uh, well, I guess a dress rehearsal for the Cox Plate. We'll start with the, the two-rack handicap, though, Dean. Um, I Wish I Win's the boom horse. It's the short price favourite for Peter Moody. Are you expecting I Wish I Win to go and get the job done tomorrow? Look, he's certainly a very exciting horse, isn't he? One that could come from the clouds and, and potentially be a, a Cox Plate horse. He, he was very impressive visually winning the tester off the last start, and, and the clock did back to point three for the last thousand metres. It was the second quickest of all runners on the day, uh, and he was hampered a bit, you know, in, in getting out during that part. So, um, you know, he's, he's certainly an exciting horse. Um, you know, the heavy track will be interesting. He, 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 he's run wet tracks uh, in New Zealand before. Um, and sort of run placings, but I think he is probably a better horse on top of the ground. So, uh, you know, that potentially gives an opportunity for some horses to um, uh, uh, to get a big, big, big closer to him. Um, uh, they usually go very quick in this race, historical. In the last 11 years, nine of them, you know, they run really quick for the plus five, plus six for the profession. So they don't usually, um, uh, you know, stuck around in a race like this. Uh, and that means horses like Gentleman Roy and Buffalo River, Military Expert, Callstein, Mav, Tavalu, they're all sort of going to uh, push forward. Um, and they might find it tough, you know, if they go, if they go quick in front. Um, uh, it might suit some of those horses that map quite nicely. Um, I wish they win sort of gets down to that sort of skinny 240, 250 range. Um, I, I think he is beatable. I think, you know, Laws of Indices is a horse that um, I think is going to win a Group 1 at some point uh, in Australia. Um, he was only beaten two lengths first up in the Sir Rupert Clark. So he's open to more improvement than some of the others uh, who had sort of two or three runs before the, the Sir Rupert Clark. He's only beaten 1.3 lengths in the George Rider. He's beaten two lengths in a, in a Golden Eagle. Um, and and J-Mac uh, hops the board here and he still holds a, a Cox Plate um, uh, third acceptance laws of industry. So I thought it was sort of $23. He was the value um, to potentially knock over. I wish I win. And Burge is the other horse who is dying for you know a dry track. His last four runs, he's been on bog heavy, um, and it was only last beat Anima sort of fair and square in the in the Randall Guineas. But you know, I think I wouldn't want it to be worse than sort of top six um, to converge. But I think one is going to really improve. Um, and the other horse is Pinstripe, who sort of flew home for first up, second at Flemington, plus five point seven the last eight hundred, and again was the strongest closer last start at Sandown of a of a slow speed. He's the horse who's going to really. Um, appreciate the, the strong speed up front. So, uh, you know, I wish I win is a, is a deserved favourite. Um, but with the wet track, you know, I think the likes of Laws of Industries converge at huge odds and, and pinstripes. Um, I think they can knock them off. Dean, when you look at the uh, the might and power, 
Uh, Animo had a little bit of a hiccup where he pulled up a bit uh, bit tender. Zaki um, was scratched in Sydney, sort of had a little bit of a gap between runs. It's now third up. How do you see this race being run? Do you think they'll pack up because of the wet track? Uh, I think it's interesting. I, I think that Zaki is a horse, and James McDonald has said this very clearly before, who, who is not a fit sprint horse, um, and he was he was undone, and I think it was deliberate, the Cox target, last start resisted outside alligator blood, and they ran sort of minus seven for the first section, and the sprint home, and, and that's why it just didn't suit Zaki. You know, he got beaten this race last year to Craig Williams' border again. He just went too slow up front, so... The trick is knowing what they're actually going to do with them, with the, obviously the peak race being in two weeks' time. But I do think, you know, Zaki, as you said, was coming into that race last uh, for the second half of a break. Um, then now, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's going to be pretty well cast for his, his key race only two weeks away. But I think that's where they're going to use his high cruising speed. And, and he, he raises best when he puts that to full use. So I'm expecting Zaki to try to lead Alligator Blood this time. Make a really decent tempo. That's where he's got chances of winning the race and put the pressure on. Um, and I, I think with that, you know, I have Zaki on top. I think if he, if he does put that speed on, the race is, you know, um, hammered down like he did in the Doom and Cup a couple of times when he's really run strongly like in Kinnon's sake. But, yeah, you know, that's when he races best. And I think if he does that, um, then he'll be too strong for, like, the alligator blood and, and you know, I'm trying to struggle to be too far back. Animo is interesting. Uh, you know, I think what's interesting the form out of the horses he's beaten with, with Fangirl and Bondo and Ice Bath and Hinge, although he's, he's beaten them well, um, they've all been quite disappointing sort of following on from that. You know, you've got Lane three out of five last starts. And that's kind of the profile that I want for a sort of horse at that $2.32 or 40 mark. So I'm quite, not quite keen on, on Zaki. I think if they ride him forward and ahead of Alligator Blood, then you'll know that he's on. Um, I thought that the danger of a bit of us was small under. I just, it, it was just an excellent run, you know, from a sectional perspective. His, his closing second on the underwood was sort of the, the best run of the race. And if you sort of take that run on face value, um, then I think he's right in the mix here as well. Um, and when what, you know, going to be a really exciting dress rehearsal for the Cox. Uh, Dean, any other tips uh, in Melbourne or in Sydney for having one best bet this weekend? Um, yeah, it's a bit tricky in, in Sydney. Mm. I'm not sure if the race is even even going to go ahead. But um, a horse I've got a lot of time for um, that was very impressive sectionally around its sort of quickly closing sectionals last out was Regal Line. Um, and you know, there's a talented horse. He's a bit of Murray Baker. He's now with uh, Niche. Um, and, and, you know, he, he, he ran very well in the lead-up to um, the Derby last year and placed in a New Zealand Derby. I think he's really going to appreciate stepping up to 2,400 metres, and um, I, I think he looks a really good chance in the, in the Herbert Power to uh, try and qualify for a Crawford Cup. Yeah, because he's really keen on him. Mm. Hey, uh, Dean, appreciate your time this afternoon on Big V Racing. Uh, just steer the punters um, to where they need to go if they want to get involved with, with Winning Edge Investments. Yeah, they just head to winningedgeinvestments.com, go to membership options, look at the, the variety of services that we have and, and what suits them best. Um, if they type in uh, the promo code RSN, they'll get a 50% uh, ongoing lifetime discount. Terrific stuff. Good luck over the weekend on Caulfield Guineas Day. Cheers, mate. Enjoy. There is uh, Dean Evans. All thanks to Winning Edge Investments joining us on Big V Racing. It is 12 minutes to 1 o'clock.